0: day in your future may the be the best day in your past yes. i think cheers <laughs> cheers cheers cilantro
1: god bless you ah mm.
0: uh, well hi megan hello hello hey. how are you i'm good how are you doing <laughs> i'm fantastic
1: you look fantastic
0: thank you you look
1: so good blowing me away here thank you, you smell fantastic too i remember seeing that photo you sent me i told little, you i would smell like a grandma oh my gosh it's I have to say, when you sent me those, when you sent me those photos of like all that stuff that you were putting, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, that looks like everything I was told not to touch at my grandma's house.
0: It's true. (laughs) Oh my God. It (laughs) was almost
1: like PTSD. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm jumping. I'm jumping. Hey everyone. Welcome back to the Millennium Fandom once again. I am your host, Michael Bubbers, and I'm here with the wonderful, the very talented, the very funny, Megan Bridget. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming all this way. I'm so glad you made it down. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while about this. Yeah. And what's funny is like I'm having a hard time because I still don't know what technically this is because I wanted to talk to you kind of about like, you know, World War II, the 40s, the 50s, because that's kind of your passion, right? That's kind of your passion area. So, I mean, is there a name for that, would you say? I mean, uh, does that... I think it's
0: Golden Age Thinking. Okay. I, honestly, I think that's what the the diagnosable <laughs> term is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, I think okay. it is. Yeah. yeah. Right
1: on. Okay. Because I'd never heard that. And so I was just struggling with it. I'm like, I don't... I mean, I don't want to call it World War II because we're not just going to be talking about World War II. Sure. But, okay. So the golden the golden age yeah. era stuff. Neato. Cool. Awesome. Well, for <laughs> anybody who's uh, hopefully is clicking on this podcast... You will see a picture of Megan uh, looking very nice, uh, all pinned up. Thank you. How, uh, how long have you been doing pinup?
0: Oh, I mean, uh, oh, since I was probably 16 is when I started like the makeup sort of mm-hmm. aspect of it. Um, I've always done the winged eyeliner, the red lip. Um, but in my mid-20s is when I started to really sort of embody that sort of pinup-esque yeah. look.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah. and what spawned that? I mean, it was, did you was it just the style? Like, did you did you just like growing up not really click with anything else? You were just like that.
0: Yeah, you totally hit the nail on the head. I never felt like I got along with the time that I was born in. I was always sort of uh, reminiscing uh, for a time or, or pining for a time that I was never a part of, obviously, and so. I always wanted to have, you know, pieces of clothing or even just little trinkets that were from the '40s, just to keep myself connected to that time.
1: Sure, okay. Um, What do you remember? Because it sounds like that's that's kind of when the fashion part started. But do you remember a time when like that era, or was there was there a a particular event or something like uh, that that made you really fall in love? with the golden era
0: in my life or do you mean like something that I've seen that I was like oh that's my that's my time
1: yeah 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 something that you've seen
0: um I think I was just really in love with uh, I guess looking just back at all of the war stuff. Whenever I would go to museums in school, I would always gravitate towards the World War II section and yeah. just really studied it actually at the, um, the library downtown in Lacrosse, They used to have um, like a mini museum of the 50s set up. So they okay. would have a 50s dentist and a 50s grocery store and a 50s hair salon. And it was all inside of the main um, La Crosse library. And it was cool, and I, I spent a lot of time there because my aunt was the director at the time, so oh. I got to see, yeah. So that sort of was when I was maybe eight or nine, being able to see all those things, and then my, my love sort of shifted to an earlier time in the 40s.
1: Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome, cool. Um, <laughs> okay, so now, so now you've kind of found it. You've, you've been exposed to it. You've decided, yes, this is it. I love it. You know what? Holy shit. I'm jumping way ahead. We haven't even discussed what we're drinking, Megan. <laughs> set of, I'm just so excited to get to talk to you about this. So, what uh, what are you drinking? What are um, you drinking there?
0: I'm drinking Jameson because I'm a good Irish girl.
1: That again. <laughs> we're both drinking it because it just—I was pouring you the glass, and I'm like, this Jameson Black Barrel just looks too good. Yeah. So, and that's why I'm glad we cheers on it. It is really good. It is very tasty. It's, it's so hitting the spot it's, right now.
0: I'm, I don't have a Stephen Walker voice, but it's smooth. <laughs> Oh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> very nice very nice okay so anyway all right I apologize for that for jumping back jumping back <laughs> now so okay so you found the thing that really kind of seemed to uh, uh, put you in it. Mm-hmm. it you're like yep this is it I like it I love it um, do you remember kind of like your first maybe piece whether it was like a, a dress or like a piece of artwork or something that that really was like your first thing that you were just like oh my god i love this
0: when i was 18 years old i went to hawaii and i purchased a newspaper from the attack on oahu so the woman who was selling it her mother and father it was almost like a movie her mom was a nurse her dad was a pilot stationed and um her mom collected all of these newspapers from the attack on oahu and basically used it as insurance money for her children wow. or her future children i don't think she, she wasn't born yet um because she knew that it was such a huge event when it mm-hmm. happened so in my house i actually have that newspaper behind shatterproof glare proof fireproof glass
1: oh my gosh Mm -hmm. hell i sent you a picture of it you did you did yeah yes Mm -hmm. you sent me so many pictures of your place and how it's looking and i and i love it you've got so many posters up Mm -hmm. like uh, are those are those just are they prints or are they actual
0: no they're reprints um it's really hard to find propaganda and that's such a weird buzzword right now but um loose lip sync ships or recruiting posters or victory garden posters um they're hard to come by because they were mass produced, but they were also not really coveted, if that makes sense.
1: No, absolutely. After a while, you just get so inundated with mm-hmm. all with, I mean, that, well, that's what it was. It was propaganda. Yep. I mean, it was, um, you know, not not in a negative connotation. It just it It is what it is. Yep. Um, the one I really liked with, was the, uh, the submarine one. Yeah,
0: yeah. loose lips sink ships.
1: Uh, not that one uh it was the other one like or maybe it was in the navy like he's in the navy oh yeah you know he
0: he volunteered for the service when she's like fixing his lapel yeah yeah yeah. i love that one
1: too i i don't know man i'm just uh, because i i kind of you you were messaging me and i was kind of geeking out well you more so because you're far more knowledgeable but um it was kind of fun because it, it brought me back to when I was in high school and they were like, just pick a project or pick a research project. Yeah. And I did it on um, the atom bombs, you know, the first atom yeah, bombs job. Yeah, yeah, you know? cool. And I thought that was, I, it was just kind of fun like reliving that and being like, oh, this was really exciting. I know it was an absolutely terrible, it was a terrible and tragic event, but uh, but you're right, there is something about about that time and I, I think we were touching on that um, when we were uh, messaging each other about about the innovation, yeah, like how there was so much innovation during that time too that it's it's hard not to be captivated by mm-hmm. that.
0: Yeah, it's funny when you think about it, or when you even do a little bit of research, because I know research is such a, a weird thing—you don't know what sources you can trust and all this stuff. But yep. when you're when you're doing research on this sort of topic, um, it's really nice because there are so many resources, and it was such a well-documented period in history. Yeah, um, in so many ways. But yeah, I I am really involved in the food aspect because that's what I you know that's what I do. Yes, yeah. food. Yes. Um. So learning a lot about why victory gardens were a huge thing in world war Two, even though they came about in world war one why was it such a huge topic then and w- well, you know what brought that on and that's kind of what I geek out on.
1: Yeah, and that's an excellent segue to the fact that you are owner operator of Ooh. the Vintage Kitchen. That's me. That's me. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So let's let's switch gears and talk about food then yeah. a little bit. So, with the Vintage Kitchen, mm-hmm. that's would you say that basically most, if not all, the recipes are kind of uh, centered around that yeah. time frame?
0: Yep, absolutely. And it's funny because people are like, "Oh, so you cook spam."
1: okay sure
0: i mean so yeah i mean i don't i have it is kind of delicious actually in like a really gross i hate my life sort of way (laughs) Um, it's one of those dirty things you eat whatever people say they eat taco bell it's fine yeah right um it's all mystery meat um (laughs) no but it's interesting yeah so most of my recipes come from that 40s um 50s sort of era sure um and people think that most of the food that we ate in world war ii was processed Mm -hmm. and it wasn't most of what we ate came from our victory gardens okay um and what i think is really interesting is it was um so we had a ministry a minister of food so basically part of our government said all right well we need to have as much money going to the war effort to that wheel we need to pull back on other funds and resources so instead of paying for farmers and people to produce food on a massive scale they toted it as like do your own victory garden have your own block parties if you're really good at growing tomatoes and i'm really good at growing cucumbers let's trade and that's kind of where that came from and that's why victory gardens were so huge is because we didn't want to feed our population
1: it was community. Yeah. That built some community. And
0: that's why people had block parties. And that's why people had, you know, um, they say sewing circles, but there were growing circles as well.
1: You know what's funny? That's communist as fuck.
0: I'm going to take another sip. <laughs> I'm going to just sip.
1: Sippy, sip, sip. I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> no. No, but that's uh, a whole joking aside. No, that is, that is, that's really great. That's, that's awesome. That's well, fantastic. Well,
0: I mean, it's definitely like a... Oh, how do I not get political? Maybe I'll take another sip. Um, mm-hmm. So here's the thing. This yes. is another reason why I love World War Two is because it was one of the last, it was the last time, I can say that in earnest, it was the last time where we all fought against um, one thing that was bad. And conversely, it was the last time where we all came together to make sure that everyone was okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was the last, like, oh, you need milk and egg. Like, can I have a cup of sugar? Yeah. You know, or rationing was a huge thing. And I don't know how much, you know, I don't know how much people know about all that stuff. But, you know, it was definitely a huge, it was a huge thing. And I work in a grocery store locally. And it's funny to me when things um, are limited, they call it limited and I, I just call it rationed because that's where my brain is at. So I'm like, oh, your meat is rationed. This is how you can subsidize it. Like, you know what I am mean? Because I'm, I'm a grandma, you know? I love it. Yeah, it's interesting. It's really cool. But yeah, that's why victory gardens were such a huge thing. And that's why people, I mean, honestly, it's super cool. I see a lot of parallels in a good way um, between the 40s and now. Okay. Is because I do see a lot of
1: lot of that going on
0: yeah people are growing people are baking people are like there was a yeast shortage we were running out of yeast because people were baking their own bread
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to see you know obviously food is huge and and that's we all need it and it's fun to see those sort of good parallels
1: and I will say, too, uh, you, you're exactly right. I, I even saw, like, for a while there, Victory Gardens were making a comeback. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, again, everybody's kind of calmed down from a lot of that. Yeah, thanks, toilet paper. <clears throat> but um, everything, yeah, uh, I, I remember seeing that. And I, I think I even saw, like, one or two people around the Winona area mm-hmm. even tearing up their front yard to make a Victory Garden. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. good for you. Grow
0: gardens, not lawns.
1: That Fucking was a slogan. A fucking a mm-hmm. damn yeah. that's fun so what what would you say is probably your favorite dish that you make or th- whether okay i'm going to back up what <laughs> what are your two number 1 your favorite guilty pleasure dish from the era and number 2 probably your favorite to either create for people sure. or or just generally enjoy go
0: okay i'm going to i'm a i'm a sucker for a good cobbler I mean mm-hmm. it's such a Yeah. For me it's so simple, but it can be so good or so terrible depending on the ingredients you use Ooh. and how the technique you use. Okay. But it is simple. It's such a simple dish. So I mean I like peach cobbler, it's my jam, but nice. Um I just like simple desserts because I'm not like my guilty pleasure. I guess I don't know why I went to dessert with guilty pleasure. Um, that's all right. Yeah, I don't know why I went there. Um, <laughs> um, the thing that I really love to make for people, though, is a, a roulade. So basically, that's a really fancy term to, to say um, um, rolling meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take another sip now. <laughs>
1: I'm going to have to bring you more whiskey. (laughs) Holy cat's pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, moving on.
0: So basically all that means is you take any sort of cut. So you could do a beef tenderloin or a pork tenderloin or even a chicken breast. And you cut it in half, butterfly it so it's not totally in two pieces, but just about there. Kind of like an open book.
1: Okay. Right? Okay.
0: And then you... Pound it out really thin, and then you fill it with whatever you want. So I have an affinity for smoked sun-dried tomatoes, spinach, prosciutto, a little bit of Asiago cheese and spinach. You roll it up. You sear it for a couple of minutes on a hot skillet, and then you throw it in the oven at 365 degrees for 35 minutes. Let it rest for 15 minutes. Slice that open, and you're welcome.
1: God damn it, (laughs) Megan. Oh. Okay, I, I, God damn it. I really didn't think I was going to get like that into food until you like literally were just talking about it. You're like, look at this, look at this. Like you can already tell just, I mean, all you did was like literally list the ingredients and how to cook it. But I could tell like there's just a passion behind it because like you're just like, I want to do this for you.
0: Seriously though, this food. that's how you show people you love them in my book. You feed them. What's the first thing you do when you go to grandma's house? She's like, have you eaten yet?
1: Are you hungry? It's true. it's true.
0: Yeah, that's how you show people you love them, and that's how I show people I love them as I cook for them.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Good for you, man. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, steering away from the food, I couldn't help but notice when um, we were talking a little bit about uh, Warlord 2, you kept saying we. Like...
0: Interesting. Like
1: you were from the era. So, here's <coughs> my question. Here's my question. Yeah. When you... Uh, like. Have you ever done um, like kind of like role playing, like when um, people go to reenacting? Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, reenacting. Have you done that? I
0: have. You have? Yeah, a Where? few times here in Lacrosse. Um, when the was it the Julia Bell Swain was in town, um, and then the Lacrosse Queen. I've done both of those.
1: Awesome! And how was that? That sounds like super fun.
0: It was so fun. It is fun. I yeah. It's just cool to be able to share that experience with someone and kind of bring them
1: back so what were your characters tell us a little bit about them
0: so one of them her name was gladys so gladys is my grandmother's name um and that's my car's name (laughs) (laughs) Because you got to name your cars. Awesome. Um, no, I mean, it, it. when you play a character, I mean, you just embody somebody different, you know what I mean? So somebody who is kind of a Rosie the Riveter-esque person, yeah. you know, she's working in a factory, she's never had a job before, she's really far away from home, you know what I mean? And, and you just talk to these people. And what's really cool about doing reenactments is that people ask you questions. Yes. Um, so, a, you have to be really knowledgeable, and b, you need to be able to be quick on your feet mm-hmm. to answer questions.
1: Which seems like a great thing for you because it's like theater outside of the theater, mm-hmm. which I know that you love. Last time, last time we saw each other, you just finished. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, what, what was it? Proof. Or- Proof. Proof. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was fantastic. But we're not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna f- throw those at you. All the wonderful Thank comments you. about. Um, but I keep getting drawn to your tattoo yes. now as well. First, I've seen you it. Like you sent my, me pictures of that. Do you, that you like too?
0: my hair? So my baby hair is oh, growing?
1: Oh, <laughs> It's fine.
0: That's hilarious. Yeah. No,
1: that looks great. Oh, my gosh. The detail yeah. in that in his face is awesome. Audie
0: Murphy took three and a half hours. He was decorated. Decorated. One of the most decorated men in World War II. Awesome. Um, the Stars and Stripes um, issue that says, Victory, 1945, the end of World War II. And then at the bottom, it um there are outlined poppies and pearls because i never leave home without my pearls (laughs) on the back side it says um food is ammunition don't waste it so it's a it's one of those propaganda posters and then on the back we're going to put a battleship and a bunch of military things and then they're going to shade it in good
1: I love it. It's great.
0: I'm so excited. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm like, I'm super excited. I've always wanted to have a half sleeve, but I always went through these phases of, oh, I'm a brooding teenager and I want to have like skulls and crossbones and I'm like, (laughs) oh my gosh, no, but I've, I'm, I'm, I've had many birthdays. I won't tell you how many.
1: <laughs> Yay! No, you're doing it. You're yes, doing it, I'm kid. I'm so
0: excited. You're yeah. doing it. It's fun to have something that means so much to me just always be there. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yep. Yep. No, that's awesome. Good on you.
0: Yeah.
1: You're freaking awesome. Thanks. You're freaking awesome. Thanks. So what's probably your favorite thing <laughs> about about the golden era? What, what is by far and large your favorite thing? And you can't say food because I'm pretty sure that's probably it no no okay hit me what is it what is it What is it
0: so it's it's one of the most romanticized the cars eras in, oh. the, in the world in the world oh okay sorry liz brandon oh not the victorian era just kidding that wasn't yeah. the victorian era <laughs> girl <laughs> um called out oh, it's all right she's adorbs um no it's because it was one of the most romanticized periods in history mm-hmm. everybody did their thing everybody was able to contribute in some way whether or not you were fighting in the war or you know you were fighting back home everybody had some sort of piece to it and i think that there are so many stories that haven't been told that need to be told um and that it's something that there's just so much to know yeah you know what i mean and i think that the opportunity to learn about it is just so great and i love i just love that romanticism
1: man nice thank you i i'm kind of speechless i'm not really sure how to follow that up because i mean that i mean you're right it sounds like a lot of it kind of what we were touching on before where when we were talking about you know uh victory gardens and mm-hmm. community and sharing like i mean that that kind of is it i just i'd never hear that kind of response about that kind of air about that era you know for us it's all it's victory it's it's you know the war effort it's it's you know uh i don't want to say domination but i mean it's 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 taking it and it's and it's winning you know it's all about this but That's probably legitimately the first time I've ever heard somebody say, I like that time because everybody was one.
0: Yeah. Well, it was a a humbling experience for us as America. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We, I mean, and for a myriad of reasons, we had a lot of... um, uh, we had a lot of things going for us. I mean, where we were geographically in the world played a huge part of us being able to say, mm, we're just going to kind of hide over here until somebody poked the bear. You know right. what I mean? Um, but no, it, it yeah, it was a humbling experience. And you you didn't complain about not being able to do the things that you wanted to do. You just did it because you had to. to when?
1: Huh. Huh.
0: I wonder what that's like now. I can't imagine what that would be like.
1: I'm sensing a theme.
0: Do you want to know a fun fact? Yes. A fun candy fact. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. (laughs) All right. Go. Do you know why the Three Musketeers bar is called the Three Musketeers bar? I don't. Pre-World War II, before all the sugar rationing happened, it was a candy bar that actually had three candies in it. And it was chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. And so when rationing of sugar started happening, they were like, All right, well, we can't have three candy bars in one. You need to pick the two flavors to go, and the vanilla and the strawberry left. And we have chocolate now.
1: Oh my God. <coughs> that's weird. But it's nougat.
0: No, it's chocolate.
1: The three musketeers? Yeah. It's,
0: it's chocolate and nougat. That's what I'm saying. They had oh. three flavors inside.
1: But now they have two.
0: No, darling. They what? only have one. They only have one, chocolate.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm God. <laughs> It's okay. You know what? I'm going to take another drink now. Sippy sip. I'm sorry. I'm a derp. Do you want to know another fun fact? Yes, please hit me.
0: Okay. So do you know how um, men were given like cigarettes and ammo packs and whatever for everything they needed to go to war? Yes. Okay. So they did the same thing for the WAC, the Women's Army Corps, (WAC). And what they did to make the women in the WAC feel like they were women still Mm -hmm. um, and not manly um, is they issued um, lipstick
1: really yeah they
0: issued a a specific color of lipstick for every woman so that's why whenever you see colorized photos of World war ii all the women are wearing the same color it's because it was a government issued lipstick
1: oh my god
0: and besame cosmetics actually um recreates it it's called victory red and it's a shade that is mimicked from that
1: oh fun Mm -hmm. how cool man yeah oh my god hey um, tell me or not tell me if you have enough knowledge to, to tell me whether or not this is true um during the ration, we're, we were talking about candy I want to talk about candy I want to yeah. talk about Mms okay. because we're, weren't m's like wasn't that kind of a larger part of of basically you know sending some good old boys over there fighting like candy because like it was the candy Cody chill yep. that was like the big deal it was the selling point yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. it was a
0: selling point hey you can send these to your boys over there and it won't. It'll be Hershey Hershey actually sent um candy bars as I mean isn't MM's Hershey? Yes. Or is that Mars? I can't remember. Hershey's. Okay, yeah.
1: I think. I think Fuck. So. No, I don't know. God
0: damn <laughs> Um Hershey's did that too. Hershey sent candy bars as well. And that was as like a good faith thing. So they actually would send a bunch of candy bars over for us, um, the soldiers, to give to children. Yeah. So that they could make friends.
1: Oh, okay. Most
0: people were bunked and quartered. In civilian homes. Okay. So this was kind of like their way of saying, "Here you go. We're oh, going nice. to give you things, yeah, so that you you feel like we're good people."
1: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay.
0: That was a big part of D Day, actually. <laughs> it's candy.
1: Really? Yeah. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. The little things, you know. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Do you ever watch like World War II movies, like Saving Private Ryan or Band of Brothers, and you're just like, like. Uh, or like do you ever watch it like now that because obviously you've done your research you've you've yeah. done a ton of research and you've watched it do you ever just watch it and you're just like bullshit so actually
0: there's a really cool um podcast called um service on celluloid and it's from louisiana that um history museum and what they do is their historians pick apart these movies and it's actually really cool yeah um, but saving private ryan is one of the most accurate depictions of war there are only a few things in that movie where they're like "Mm, that's not really how it happened but it doesn't matter because it's such a well-done film okay so here's one example sure is when the bullets are spoiler alert
1: (laughs) spoiler alert all right back up everybody
0: um if you watch the beginning part when they just landed on d-day and they are getting shot at in the water yes the water was so choppy at that time that no bullet would have had been able to have the trajectory oh. to like hit people like that and, yeah, and yeah. hurt them. I mean, yeah. it probably happened, but it wasn't something that happened that a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's a fun one. Okay. No, honestly. Okay. So here's the thing I, <laughs> when I watch these movies or shows, I watch it for entertainment. Okay. That's not where I get my. I'm not going to go to Pearl Harbor with um kate beckinsale and ben affleck to get my knowledge if you guys don't know that's a very inaccurate
1: movie what
0: what oh yeah Is not the one
1: with uh, Cuba Gooding Junior yeah. yeah yeah there's that no one.
0: way that someone could have done that with that gun just FYI
1: oh I don't know except, don't for, know. Cuba, except Exce- for Cuba exactly exactly <laughs> he's Come the on, only though.
0: one and he's, he wasn't there he's
1: the only one
0: in the history of the
1: Uh, this
0: is my favorite though i'm i'm giddy i'm just so giddy right now because i love talking about this (laughs) it's so funny so i was kind of perusing your other podcast like your other episodes and i was like
1: i don't talk about
0: any of this stuff this is so cool like i'm like oh my gosh i'm so weird
1: that's the beauty of it i love it i love this Mm -hmm. i love this i love i love having anybody on who's passionate about what they do as long as it's like okay you know not like you know pedophilia or something The i know that went to a dark place real fast i apologize i don't know let's not
0: take another sip another sip my goodness another gracious sip. sakes alive no oh, but that's I love it. This. i'm out
1: <laughs> i'm out i might have to go get more
0: no that's awesome no it's yeah
1: i'm glad you're here you have a v-pin Is that your, is that your victory? Tell us a little bit about that. It's a, it's a red V with wings.
0: It's a victory pin. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things where I actually, I have another one, but it's the American flag and it could be taken. That's so sad, but it could be taken negatively. Um, So these were just pins that we had back then. I keep saying we, you're right. So now every time I say we. Don't,
1: don't, don't stop. Just because I pointed out, I love it. I love it. So
0: here's maybe how I think about it. It's in our collective conscience conscious right? right like it's something that we all experienced in one way or another whether mm-hmm. you knew somebody in world war ii or you know have some whatever anybody who knows anything about world war ii we all that was just it we were just one we were sure. just one but yeah no this might just my victory pin
1: Okay, can we, you tell us a little bit about it?
0: Yeah, I mean, they it was just things that they were given. Um, we were given just to show our support. You know, uh, most of the money that was raised for these kinds of things went to the soldiers and went to the the COG, I guess, the war COG. Okay. That's a word, right, COG? Yes.
1: Um, would you say, so is that accurate of the era or was that something that was, was, was that given out before?
0: Yes, no, so it was World War II. Thank you. Yeah. Yep.
1: Blech. World War Two. Just like we're, the words are hard. Just
0: like the poppies that we get for um, Memorial Day. Yes. It's actually from World War One. Oh, really? And they were again like the Victory Garden. They were more popularized.
1: Okay. Because World of World War Two. Okay.
0: Nice. Most things. I mean, a lot of things came out of World War One that we took on it you know for world war ii that Mm -hmm. people are like oh this is a world war ii thing and it's like "Mm, no it's not
1: (laughs) fun fact But
0: that's okay that's all right
1: so i bet you've actually come to know a lot about world war one just by kind of proxy
0: Mm -hmm. right yeah it's interesting it's fun see history always repeats itself um (laughs) <laughs> and there was a lot there was i'm making a lot of faces that's making bubbers laugh yeah because
1: and it's always at the worst time i'm a
0: very I'm, expressive person I know. um yeah no a lot a lot came out of world war one um you know a lot of the trends i guess mm-hmm. that we saw in world war ii came out of world war one okay like i said the victory garden was was not as big in world war one because we were still feeding our people sure um, but that came out of of World War Two. Propaganda was huge in mm-hmm. all wars, but World War One was pretty big. But then it was more popular. I mean, um, what is it? Um, something Mother of Invention? Um, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever that phrase is. I guess I should have been more prepared. But um,
1: <laughs> you're fine. But
0: as we became more industrialized towards you know the 30s and 40s it was able we were able to mass produce things so like another fun thing that we not fun thing fun thing we did in world war ii is um like pillsbury and king arthur flower they would send out through the department of agriculture little three-leaf pamphlets to all the housewives um and it was more of like a marketing ploy because it's all about capitalism Uh, naturally Um, But it, they basically sent out mass flyers and these three-leaved um, pamphlets saying, hey, here are your daily rations, or here are your weekly or monthly rations. This is how you can make your flour go farther, or this oh. is how you, right. So they did that a lot, and I have several of these. If, if you're ever interested in seeing some of these, they're really inexpensive, and you can go to like the antique store, pretty much any antique store or downtown Lacrosse has a good one for that. Um, it's right on the main floor. I'm like, I know where that stuff is. What? <laughs> yeah, but but it's cool. <laughs> It's cool to see, you know, um, uh, what sort of things we were we were doing with food back. I mean, we are obviously circling back to food, but um, no, that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, like we were given as Americans um, pamphlets to tell us how to use our rations. Sure. Like, hey, it's not a huge deal. We're gonna give you the roadmap of how to navigate this yeah. crazy time that we've never experienced before.
1: See, and that's and that's what. I feel like makes that time different was mm-hmm. because exactly. And we're not only circling, circling back around to food, but we're circling back around to that whole, like we are all in this together. You don't it's have not just that lip now. service. No, man, you don't. Everybody
0: says that now. It's interesting to me.
1: Right. Like, are we really in this together? No, no, we're not no. somebody. I mean, granted they were selling something, but they were also being like, Hey, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, yeah, you can buy our flour, but here's how you can use any flour. Right. It's,
0: well, and most of those were free publications. So you didn't have to buy them. Oh, they were just, okay. it's just the they product. Were just there. Mm-hmm. Nice. They also sent out, um, uh, gardening books so that you could garden and, and grow your own victory garden again, because they wanted to spend more money on the military to fight that part of the war, yep. then grow. That's why root vegetables are such a, well, turned into such a huge thing, you know, parsnips and turnips and those yeah. kinds of things. Um, there's a way that you can grow those kind of root vegetables and have those for Christmas. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's a lot of the innovative gardening came out of that era because they wanted to make sure that people had food year-round that they didn't have to support.
1: Sure. Okay. Have you, do you have um, anybody in your immediate family that did uh, fight in World War II? Yes. Can I ask who?
0: Yeah, my grandfather did. Thine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has oh. loosed the fateful lightning of his
1: terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Glory. He did.
0: Yeah, Grandpa McCully.
1: <laughs> Grandpa McCully. How, um... What Do you know what he uh, served or how he served? Was he in the army? Was he... Um yep.
0: So he was in the army and then... Um, so he did a lot of boiler making. So that was sort of his contribution to the war. He was okay. a good Irish boy, not uh, educated at all. And he sort of did... He was sort of like the Rosie the Riveter of... Okay. The men's section. Oh, cool. Guess, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That's, yeah. That's, that's, so that's I have cool. a bunch of his medals and everything and his, um, all of his honorable discharge cool. paperwork too.
1: Fun. Yeah.
0: It's really, and his, yeah, like I said, his medals, those are really cool to, to, to look at.
1: Did you just like squeal with the light when you were able? Cause I mean, I, I imagine, uh, was, was he, was he still around when you kind of came into this?
0: No, he passed Ten. when I was seven. Okay, seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: but I, I mean, it still must have been amazing for you to be mm-hmm. able to receive these things.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I have. Oh, I have. Um, um, I have a flag with the forty-eight states. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah, and then what they used to do is um, for the Stars and Stripes newspaper publication, they actually used to print them on silk. What? Yeah, so like a silk scarf and i have one of those as well
1: holy shit
0: yeah how cool yeah so i get to touch history
1: that is so cool yeah
0: like this actually was somewhere
1: was, was history like ever like a big deal for you in yeah. school yeah it was
0: oh yeah 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 <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. So, yeah yes yes um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so awesome. it, it was it was a huge thing and it was something that i always really excelled at just because it was something that i was passionate about so it's just fun to learn about all those just everything about it it's just yeah. wonderful and not just world war ii any sort of history
1: mm-hmm. yeah um real quick um what would you say or what else do you have to add we might we should probably wrap it's getting toasty up here it is I, very i know I I apologize. i'm i'm verklempt <laughs> so verklempt
0: Oh, Jimmy! <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, here's a here's a quick thing. Here's yeah. a quick thing before before we do um, music. Do you find yourself listening to a lot of like engulfing yourself yeah. in that yep. era of music too?
0: Every time I cook, every time I cook, really, every time I cook, I have a Zenith a record player from the 1950s. Oh my god! And I play records on it, and it is my life. You're- I. that is my in a fire even though it's like 150 pounds if my house ever caught on fire that would be one of the things that i would like come on get this out of the house but yeah no yeah absolutely andrew's sisters i mean all the big band music it's just oh yes
1: what's your favorite jam to listen to while you're cooking
0: well this is a little bit later but i mean i'm a big dean martin fan
1: how lucky can one guy be i kissed her and she kissed me like the fella once said ain't that a kick in the head what get out shut up
0: yeah he's my he's you oh god he's so dreamy
1: <laughs> see and i like that we don't necessarily have to debate this because i'm a big frank sinatra fan
0: See, he's great. He He served in the military. He did. Yeah.
1: He did, yes. He wasn't
0: very good at it, but he did.
1: Uh, That's all right. So did Elvis. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, come on.
0: No, I'm a big Dean Martin fan, and one of my favorite um, records that I have is the Rat Pack Live at the Sands Hotel
1: okay yeah, fun. yeah oh
0: it's so cool it's fun to hear the banter and like the songs that we all know or some of us know the nerds know yes. um but hearing them sing it with each other and kind of like giving the audience sort of like heckling the audience oh you yeah, know? It's yeah. So fun. just yeah. really
1: interacting yeah see that's one of those things because i hate i hate live albums i i'm totally of that thing where i i do and here's why because i feel like i feel like i'm the third wheel I'm listening to somebody else having a fucking awesome time so at one of my favorite bands. That is bands. a
0: really negative way to look at it. I know. Here is how you should look at it, because I can, I can, so I can see how you could feel that way. Okay. But I feel the complete opposite. I feel like when I'm cooking in my kitchen or doing whatever. Um, I feel like I'm there with them and in my mind's eye I can see them smoking cigars and drinking and oh, sure. you know what I mean like yeah. I feel like I'm a part of it I don't necessarily think oh I'm
1: see but here's the thing out of uh, uh, I've got a Frank Sinatra's greatest hits and yeah. there are a few of his songs where he does live so you hear the audience clapping you know he says, get a kick and I'll. F- oh I know that song and yeah. they're, so they're clapping and they're happy about it and I hear that and I'm like yeah awesome. So it's like, those are one of the few things that I really feel like I would enjoy because I I don't know why. I guess it's because I've been to a live, I've been to a live like real concert and it's loud, it's huge, it's, you're just enveloped. The energy. Yeah, but like Mm -hmm. a lounge singer, I feel like, yeah, I could have him in my living room at any time and it makes sense to me. You know what I mean? I can't listen to a live Pearl Jam album and feel like I'm there. Sure,
0: that'd be annoying though. I I, wow
1: shots fired I just yeah no no I'm not whatever Megan no 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 no
0: no, I am saying I'm saying no that would be annoying oh you know what I mean like (laughs) I could see but having that sort of bluesy you know feel to it it it, it feels more inviting than a better
1: yes exactly yes 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 Yes. (laughs) Oh my god!
0: nobody knows what he's saying
1: it's fine though it's great it's it's like mumble rap but better
0: Oh, I don't want, I don't want the CD liner notes just to know what he's saying. What am I, it's, it's like, what have you ever seen those totally off topic? No, but have you seen those um, videos where it's, um, it's Eddie Vedder specifically and misheard lyrics?
1: no oh my god oh
0: my god you have to because it's like um i can't even think of one because i'm it's, on the spot right now it's just like it's, an
1: episode just strictly oh,
0: dedicated oh, to oh, oh, like sitting on mountain tops. Okay. whatever
1: that was Curtis that was kind of Shakira it's great no because i actually have i actually have an idea because as anybody who's <clears throat> listening to my podcast knows I'm part of a sketch comedy group <laughs> spoiler alert live from lacrosse uh, we go- still
0: have to do Jimmy and Catherine
1: I know man I know Store. Oh, but I have an idea and it involves uh, uh, Eddie Vedder I want to <sighs> do like a, a compilation of misheard yeah songs, and I want to do an Eddie Vedder one of can't find a better man but I want him to be looking in the fridge saying can't find the butter man <laughs> Can't find the butter, man. Oh my. So, spoiler alert: you might see that. Sometime <gasps> oh my in God! That so,
0: just made my day.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: Oh my gosh! My whole heart. That was just <laughs> my whole life was just coming to this.
1: Oh, you're too kind. Stop it. Stop it. You're wonderful. Look at you. You're fantastic. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm schwitzing.
1: I know you're schwitzing. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> terrible. I even tried to put on the AC, and it did nothing. <sighs> Anyways, okay. Because we're schmitzing, I, that sounded bad. That sounded really bad. Oh boy. Okay, I need more Jameson for this. Anyway, anyway I want to hear you talk about your favorite part, like your absolute passion. I mean, we've we've already talked so much about it, and I know that like food is a hard is a big passion for you regarding the golden era. But I want to know. Um, and we talked about the community, but I want to know: Do you have something? Is there is there one thing that that really, no matter what, no matter what we talk about, no matter what's brought up, there's always this one thing that really just hits true to your heart.
0: Uh, honestly, that's such a, mm, that's <laughs> not a fair question. am uh, sorry. Well, I, mm, no, because it's such a multifaceted topic and mm-hmm. there's more than one reason why that is so close to me and so close to my heart. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's where I feel like I belong. Like I feel at home, right? Really? Like I wear pearls every single day. I don't not wear pearls. Mm -hmm. Anytime you see me, you're going to see me with pearls on, whether or not I'm at work or at home. You know, it's just that one thing that keeps me connected to that time period. Um, When I was younger, I just, I never felt like I fit in. I never felt like I belonged here. I really, truly honestly feel like i would have done better back then i f- i do i feel that way and people say oh well women blah, i'm like yeah but women had a lot of power back then too like we 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 forget that women stopped a major war effort because they didn't give bacon grease when the government called for women to save their bacon grease to give for ammunition like mm-hmm. that was a huge protest that women did you know i we we used our home life to protest and and do the things and make our voices heard and um but no i think it's just all of it i mean like i said we all had a huge horse in this race i mean it just no the whole thing all everything and that's why my house is an homage to world war Two. Everywhere you look, you're gonna see something from the '40s, mm-hmm. physically from the '40s, mm-hmm. because I need it. You need it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
1: And I feel like that's that's okay, like that's healthy. You know what I mean? Like I, because there's nothing about that that says, uh, I, and, and a lot of nerddoms, a lot of a lot of fandoms, um, a lot of interest are healthy, are okay. But I mean, there's some that are toxic. But this is one where I feel like where we're at something else. Were it something that was unhealthy, I would say, holy shit, Megan, get help.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, as I take another step. Um, yeah,
1: but but this is something, you know, I mean, right. you're just enveloped in the culture, in the stuff. And there's nothing. I feel like there's nothing bad about that. Like, there, I can't find one thing to me that says, this is not good. So not to turn this dark. Oh. I won't.
0: It's going to be positive, I promise. Okay. But if for some reason anybody out there is having thoughts of mm, let's just say not good thoughts okay about themselves and about being around um i went to a therapist when i was 16 years old because i was like i don't want to be here anymore i want to check out i want to like throw in the towel any euphemism you can think about and uh, my therapist was like well why why do you feel that way and i said because i don't belong here this isn't where i belong and my therapist said you know megan just because you can't go back to the '40s doesn't mean you can't bring the '40s back to you. And I'm not saying she saved my life, but she saved part of my life. Holy shit! Yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah, that I think, and that's why it's okay for me to dress like this, and and that's why, yeah, yeah, that's why I have it in my house is because I I need it.
1: And it suits you, man. Thank you. It. You wear it well. Thank not you. L- literally and figuratively. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're very welcome. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That was really cool. Well, so, awesome. Uh, no, sorry. I interrupted. Go ahead.
0: Oh, no, that's okay. I was just going to say, so if you feel like you need help or if you're feeling that same way, please, 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 please seek help.
1: <laughs> yes. Because we need do. you. <laughs> Mental health is so important. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's not a single reason why, um, why you shouldn't deserve it. Why you don't deserve help. Yep. Um, Awesome. Thank you for this. So, before we go, though, one more thing.
0: Yeah.
1: The more you know... Oh, man.
0: You did warn me about this. I did warn (laughs) you about this. I did
1: warn you about this. So, I'm going to ask you, anybody who's listening, if there's something that they should know about, uh, something you feel uh, has not gotten enough exposure. Uh, It could be a book, a movie, TV series, anything from something you just saw yesterday to several years ago something you feel like our listeners really should know about and go
0: hmm interesting about anything huh? anything
1: anything uh, uh, something that they can get involved in
0: um i mean it's sort of more pertinent now but um um i think oh my gosh this is a this is a good question because i have like eight things that i'm just like oh my
1: gosh do it come on lay them on us let's go let's
0: honestly i think i think this is the well this is okay so this is what i've been doing find something about yourself that you want to explore and need to explore and just do it and that sounds really broad but like we're all if you're not moving forward then you're just standing still and and dying honestly and i think that everybody needs to um take that leap of faith and all those other stupid things that we're told to do so like i will share mine okay so i dropped out of college because my mother was really sick mentally ill um and i took care of her Mm -hmm. and i am looking at going back to school and taking a hard run at a phd for um for history for for world war ii history yeah yeah Yeah. so you know it's take that one step even if it's just you know if you want to go to cooking school is look at online classes or figure out a place around here that offers cooking classes Vintage Kitchen offers cooking classes. Shameless plug. Hey, um <laughs> but but find that one thing that you've always been like, I'm really interested in that. And it doesn't matter how bad at it you are or how you feel you may be bad at it because everybody's bad i mean i do i have fails all the time and i post them i feel like a lot of Instagrammers don't post their fails and i do because it's like (laughs) um this is real i cried about this cake that i made but i ate it anyway like it's fine you know what i mean (laughs) but no just find that one thing and i think that's what i've been doing is just find that one thing that you've kind of been like all right this is a part of my personality that i've not explored
1: and explore it awesome Those are, holy shit. (laughs) That's like, that was like one of the best ones yet.
0: Oh, I don't
1: know. No, that was like, because it wasn't about any necessarily one thing, but it was just like a, no, that was a great answer. Thank you. Like, man, I need to reassess my life now.
0: Well, it's funny because people are like, what should people know about? What should people research? What should people do? And it's like, you are the most interesting subject in your life.
1: True. Yeah. So
0: why not learn more about you? Yeah, because we're all we're 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 crazy. And we're multifaceted. And we've got so many things about ourselves that, you know, so coming back to proof, I wasn't very good at math, right? Like, so proof was a show I was in about about math. Um, And I didn't know any of the lingo. So I had to research it. And I realized that the only reason why I didn't really get into math is because I was told at a young age that I wasn't going to be good at it because I was a girl. Fuck. But but for real, like girls aren't good at math and science. Girls are good at literature and history, which is what I ended up Mm. being good at. But it's true. So like going back into science and learning a little bit about, you know, the science of why masks are a good thing. (laughs) 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 Yes. How I take another sippy sip?
1: (laughs) Yes. You do you, kid. Yes. Well, okay. So one last time for our listeners, where can they find... Where can they find the Vintage Kitchen?
0: So I'm on Facebook um, and Instagram, the Vintage Kitchen LLC. Um, I have sort of pulled back a little bit on posting a lot of um, like food and recipes just with the, um, the whole shebangabang going on right now. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun, it's just a fun little like, hey, here's how you can make this from your garden or whatever. And if you have any questions or if like you guys get a CS, is it a CSA? a cfa csa like one of those boxes that have a bunch of oh, things and bobs and bits yeah, yeah, in them right yeah, yeah. and you don't know how to use something or next time you're at the grocery store and you pick up that weird looking radish or whatever give me a jingle and i would love to help you through it cuz that's one of my favorite things to do is to teach people how to use things that they aren't
1: so so even the even despite the fact that you're not necessarily in business yeah bunny ears you're still reaching out to people like yeah. you're still welcoming them. Yep. That's awesome. Good yeah. For you.
0: It was funny. So, um, Nick Peterson. Yes. Has a cherry tree in his backyard and he had posted about, um, the cherry tree and I had visited him and, you know, picked some cherries cause I made a dessert with them, even though they awesome. were sour cherries, it was actually really good, Nick. So let me know. Um,
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's fun. Like it's, it's so fun. And cooking is the one thing that I was called to do, I guess.
1: Awesome. Well, good. So reach out. Hell yes. Reach out to Megan. Find her at the Vintage Kitchen LLC Facebook. You said you're on the Instagram. Yeah, same thing. Instagram same thing. So reach out to her. Ask her how to cook. She does a great job. And maybe once all this COVID craziness is over, uh, she'll open back up and she'll come and she'll do a private lesson with you, teach mm-hmm. you how to make some pretty good meals. And I've seen some of these. Obviously, I follow you and they look delicious. And of course, obviously, what we were talking about at the top of the show, you're favorite dish yeah and that just makes me hungry again i shouldn't be but i am
0: let me know that's another thing that i really i'm sorry but that's another (coughs) thing that i'm passionate about is making sure that your dollar goes farther in the grocery store oh sure and that's a way to do it is if you you know just utilizing the products that you have in a way that gives you more bang for your buck that i got you
1: she's got you you heard it here first folks megan's got you megan Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Despite the fact that it is a steaming hot mess know. here.
0: I know. I'm dripping right now. I am
1: too. I've
0: never, like, I've never dripped like this.
1: (laughs) You came to my house looking fantastic, (laughs) makeup done, hair done. And I'm melting. And you're melting, Melting. and I'm putting you through this. I'm I'm
0: melting. God damn it.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean (laughs) to. I'm just trying to do a podcast. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So anyway. Oh, did my... Okay. Oh. My computer just went dark and I thought it died. It was just a screensaver. It's fine. It's fine. The
0: horror on your face was amazing. I was so, I was Oh, my so heart.
1: <laughs> All that would have just been I was like, oh, no. Oh, that goodness. Okay. All right. We got to stop. I got to go get more whiskey. Got to go. Gu- gu- words are hard. I'm done. Megan, thank you so much. Jimmy's nipping a little bit. Oh, I'm nipping too hard. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in again, uh, hopefully, in two weeks, where uh, we'll be talking about I don't know what. It'll be fine. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, my darling. (laughs) Jesus. What are we doing? I don't know. (laughs) Hey,
0: Mambo. Mambo Italiano. Hey, hey, Mambo. Mambo Italiano. Go, go, go. Mixed up a Siciliano, all you calabrese do the mambo like a crazy with it. Hey mambo, don't wanna tarantala, hey mambo, no more mozzarella, hey mambo, mambo italiana. Try an angelada with the fish, bacala, and hey gumba I love how you dance the rumba, But take some advice, paisano, learn how to mambo. If
1: you're gonna be a square, you ain't gonna go.